0: favorite weekly talk radio show for tv and movie lovers i'm your lady host Sonia stanger and i'm joined today by everyone's favorite sassy protocol droid sean dunham and our fearless one-handed gold leader jeremy legui
1: hi, hi hi Sonya, calling him a sassy protocol droid is the best description of sean dunham i have ever heard in my entire life i want
2: to stick to the rules
1: it's oh pretty
0: accurate. God. He loves rules, but not in an annoying way. Not in a yeah, I mean, way. Yeah. In a but
2: like helpful I mean, way. Okay, good. But I wish that I was more. Yeah. I, w- I would like to be R2D2 more than C3PO. See, I mean, wouldn't but, we
0: all?
1: If I would like. But like, honestly, Sean, you're really channeling uh, off of uh, Spaceballs. Why mm. I can't remember. Dot Matrix. Like, that is. Is that Joan Rivers? Yes, man. <laughs> God, it's fitting together so well right now. My mind's a little <laughs> bit blown
0: blown like if, we ever, if we ever if we ever
1: if we ever take photos
2: for our podcast can we just like sort of do that something along that theme uh,
1: yeah, yeah. sonia can one of us do the curly hair i'm fine with it being either one of us yeah. Obviously you, you have you're, more you're hair doing that me. right
2: now with your headphones
0: <laughs> honestly oh yeah God. a little bit i love a good space okay Dang. um This week, we're continuing our journey to a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away and talking about the original Star Wars trilogy. From Death Stars to Sarlaccs, this franchise has it all, and we're here to talk about it. As always, spoiler alerts are in full effect. You just might find out that apparently you can murder a room full of children and still have a redemption arc, according to George Lucas. Um, Okay, boys, let's do it. Let's get into this hallowed trilogy that literally everyone loves to be fair um, to george
2: lucas he didn't kill the kids yet
0: to, right like in yeah, yeah that's the yeah. part that is like he made the redemption arc and then he added in the killing of the kids and to me i'm like that's an interesting choice Story. it's a but. surprise I,
1: I think we can all just be thankful that there's no walking talking redeemed uh anakin skywalker as an old man yes just like talking about how it was before yeah. like You know, like, you don't want to, you don't want to keep, and like, Darth Vader has done significantly worse things than that, which is sad. Yeah, they've killed whole planets of people. Like, that's, you know.
2: I don't know how many, like, what the population of the entire star, all all of the galaxies put together, but people, like, through the nine films we watched would you say billions of people have died <laughs>
1: at least like, they're very I mean,
0: violent wars I'll say that yeah
1: they like, they, 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 a, they go over the top there's major for, casualties yes
0: Wars is accurate um,
2: yeah it's literally a star okay. Wars
0: <laughs> we did this last episode and I liked it should we just do like a quick quick plot recap of the first of, of episode four To uh, start
1: sure uh, so uh, a young uh, moisture farmer, Luke Skywalker <laughs> uh, lives on uh, the planet of Tatooine with his aunt and uncle, and uh, through happenstance, two droids fall to that planet, and they are. I can go as in depth as want. Uh, through uh, infinitesimal I, I... odds, those two yeah. droids <laughs> land and end up at Brew and Owen's house. That is I insane. Guess, that's it's the Force, Sean. That's literally I guess it's that's the, the, force. the whole. Yeah, that's the whole thing acting. Uh, in and all around you. Anyway, he uh, befriends, uh, on a more deeper level, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and uh, essentially it's their job to try and get a message to a resistance to uh, rebel against the new, well, the not newly established empire, the very established empire. Uh, and uh, along the way, we meet such, uh, you know, huge characters as Han Solo and Chewbacca and, uh, <laughs> you know, Wedge, obviously. Yeah, Who's Wedge? Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oof wedge
1: wedge wedge is one of the other guys in the uh wedge the, is, the squadron
0: wedge is the one with the flappy kind of face right
1: oh uh, maybe the sort guess. of like penis looking face like no he's a human man oh, sorry. oh no yeah, that's okay, what, sorry yeah. i was thinking yeah, yeah. of
0: someone else
1: yeah and uh fun fact uh wedge is ewan mcgregor's uncle oh yeah in real life oh yeah. uncle wedge yeah that's a fun so.
0: coincidence
1: Yeah, Uh, it's, you know, it's it's hard to talk about these, because they, like, uh, you know, the show is called Spoiler Alert, but I think everyone knows kind of what a Death Star is, or what a Death Star might be, even people who haven't engaged with, but, uh, you know, they blow it up. That's...
0: (laughs) Do you think it's, like, do you think there's any, basically anyone on the planet Earth who has any kind of access to popular media who doesn't know what a Death
1: Star is? There's got there's got to be some, but I mean, like people must have at least heard talk of talk of talk of yeah. talk about it at this. Honestly,
2: point. it just osmosis tell like yeah leads you to yeah. a lot of, of these. I things. feel like
0: it's so saturated in our minds. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay, yeah. So
2: um Wait, and then the, what happens? They introduced the very inconvenient or convenient plot point that. Uh, if you hit the Death Star at exactly the right little button, oh, yeah. the whole thing mm-hmm. blows up. <laughs> yep. It's a design which,
0: flaw for sure.
2: <laughs> which is like geniusly explained in Rogue One.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: at the time, it was very like,
1: <laughs> sorry, what's the point for 50, of this yeah, for, button? For 50 years, people were like, why didn't they just put a grate over it? Yeah. like, like, or like Why, why like even the, have that explode everything button? You know, yeah. you gotta got make it work somehow. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's what they did. So that was a very horrible coverage of uh, what happens in. It, summer, it kinda, I do kind of. It's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, we we outlined it, but we also uh, skidded by a whole bunch of stuff, which is fine.
0: On our speeders.
1: But it's yeah. Well, dang. <laughs>
0: um. Okay. And then what about revenge? No. Uh. Empire, Empire Strikes back. back.
1: Sean, you want to take this one? Sure.
2: So they Uh, They're on Hoth. It's a big frozen wasteland. Looks Um, like
0: winter here.
2: It's like winter here. Luke stays barely alive uh, by living inside a a dead animal after he gets kidnapped by the Abominable Snowman. Um, And then he goes to train with Yoda. Uh, Yoda's voice is exactly Miss Piggy's voice. (laughs) It is exactly Um, the same. It's exactly the same voice. Frank Oz didn't even try.
1: Um, once, once you guys said it, it just, like, went off in my mind. I
0: couldn't I couldn't even and, really fully pay attention during the Yoda and I, scenes. He's just
1: like, do or
2: do not?
0: <laughs> do you think
1: wa- that...
2: Oh,
0: no, sorry, Jerry, you go.
1: Well, I wonder if he talks, like, the way he does to mask it. You know, like, mm. that's the... You know, there's Yoda talk where he mixes his verbs and tenses. Yeah. So it's like, oh, maybe that's why he did that, to just differentiate it a little bit. Maybe. I just
0: realized Yoda... Is a little bit what it would look like if you combined Kermit and Piggy. <laughs>
1: is sure. Yoda, the love child of this Piggy. and it's true. Let's. <laughs> I let's, never thought of that. let make let's make that canon. I let's love just it. Do it. Head canon. Let's. Yeah. Let's it's just not do, do it. It's
2: being green, Yoda. Yeah. Um. <laughs> then we meet Lando Calrissian. Uh, love. Han gets trapped in Carbonite because of terrifying. Java. Love. Um, Luke loses a hand. He fights with his his dad that we <laughs> reveal it's his dad mm-hmm. uh the cloud city explodes um and then they they set the scene for just de- trying to rescue han in the next movie yeah mm-hmm.
1: yep. uh cloud city doesn't explode bro what are you talking about bro? what happens i thought it explodes i thought everything Oops. that they
2: leave explodes no <laughs> <laughs> that Does is my understanding is every ship or planet that they escape explodes right behind them and everyone dies no, okay, no, no, no. well, I'm glad that the no. Cloud City survived.
1: Good, yeah, that's no, a the, good update. Everyone's still doing good there at Cloud City. They're traitors, but they're fine. Well, Lando's the traitor, but that's whatever. It's a There's huge complexity. It does. It, it does.
2: Um, also, I was reading that Han, or like, Harrison Ford only signed on for two films, so they didn't know oh,
0: yeah. if oh. he
2: would, they put him in that precarious position because they're like, we might just have to kill him. We but might just he, have to
0: leave him in that carbonite.
2: Yeah, this is what's so interesting to me is, like, they didn't have any sort of Bible to follow. Like, they're, like, every single film, they're, like, flying by the seat of their pants in a little bit. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I think uh, after the... Because they wrote... I think he wrote uh, he wrote the first one. And I, I actually have a draft of the original Star Wars. It's nuts. It's totally different. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Luke and Obi-Wan were sort of the same character and then he split them into two. Mm. Uh, But it's, it's cool. Um, But uh, the second and third, like people realized that they were going to make money. Like Mm. they, they figured it out. And so they, you know, they amped it up. Uh, But uh, I didn't know that about Harrison Ford. That's actually Mm -hmm. surprising. It makes sense though. Yeah. But especially after the success of the first, you'd think he would have, he would have cleared that up. Yeah. Yeah, he would have he would have done what he's doing now, where he said, "I'll be in as many as you want." So, but uh, yeah.
0: Okay, and then what happens in the, the last one? I mean, the sixth one.
1: Yeah, uh, in Return of the Jedi, uh, they uh, rescue Han from Jabba the Hutt uh, back on Tatooine
2: in an amazing scene.
1: Yeah, so good, uh, I uh, you know so much going on. Uh, Luke kind of uh, becomes his own. Uh, Jedi guy and becomes more adept with his skills.
2: Yes, Luke uh, has really evolved.
1: Uh featuring a heavily uh face modified Mark Hamill due yeah. to a car crash. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. that's what happened there.
2: Mm. Um
1: and uh they um how do they get to the Death Star now I blank? I watched this two oh, days ago. Yeah,
2: surprise there's a second Death
1: Star. Yeah. And it's bigger. You yeah. <laughs> always you always build two, man. You always build two. I hate it when that always- happens. Yeah, it's true. Um, and, uh, the rebels now plan to destroy the second one, so they come up with this kind of super cool plan where there's people on the moon of Endor and people in space. Uh, and then we get to see the Emperor for the first time in his true, um, uh, you know, fully realized form. And, uh, Luke and Vader fight it out, and, uh, ultimately, once again, Luke doesn't do much besides uh, attend.
2: No, mm. he just
1: like he just yeah. shows up and, and asks his dad for some help. Strategically
0: and, uh, refuses to fight.
1: Yeah, which is the should be the Jedi way. I mean that that makes sense. And then Vader like...
2: has a major change of heart and electrocutes the Emperor down a shaft.
1: As
0: you do. Zap. Yeah. Um. Okay. Which of these three would you say is your favorite, boys?
2: This is a good question, because for me, I saw a new hope was the one that we had when I was a kid. I've seen that a million times, but I I've only seen the other two a handful of times. And uh, in rewatching all of them, I think Return of the Jedi's opening scene of that rescue is so fun, and how everyone's like working like gangbusters, and mm-hmm. Leia strangles Jabba, <laughs> and <laughs> he's like ah. <laughs> uh, and then just like the ewok like home alone sort of fight back scene of like I love it's me. all like the third one is very fun and i feel like i kind of liked the third one maybe the best which i know uh, everyone has different opinions on this
1: yeah i'm sure uh, i I'm, I'm definitely a, a i i don't think there's any wrong answer for this question mm-hmm. um i do think It's the second, like Empire, I think is the best Star Wars you're going to get through Mm. and through. Like, like that's, that's top notch there. But it also just like destroyed people when it came out. And I think we'll probably talk about context in a bit here. But um, like, as a a four or five year old watching all three of these in a row, like I was blown away. Like I, like I was literally like, I was, I, I may have cried. When he said he was his Like, all of the things. And I was just, like, like hit like a baseball bat so hard. Uh, And it's still, you know, it's such a... It's a huge deal. Like, it Mm -hmm. just... They lined everything up, and it was just, like, a huge betrayal, you know? Interesting. See,
0: I don't remember a time before I knew... Like, I think All I knew he was his father before I watched the movie. I mm-hmm. don't even know when the first time I watched the movie was. I think I was a kid. But, like, so that's the thing. I don't remember, like, experiencing that revelation. Do you, Sean?
2: No, I already knew. Except I was yeah. surprised that they didn't reveal that Leia was his twin sister until halfway uh-huh. through the third one. Ooh. And honestly, it's like, why is, she, kiss.
1: why is she his sister? <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, it's I'm... pretty
0: unfair, but...
1: I honestly think because they wanted her to be with Han. Like, I think that's the... And, like, if he hadn't come back, like, to play the role, then it's simple, right? You just have Luke and Leia hook up. It's all fine. Oh, he's coming back. Okay, we'll just insert this little extra tidbit that kind of matters, but doesn't, Just makes
0: things convenient. Yeah. There's no rivalry there.
1: Not unlike a soap opera. It's, Yeah. So I think.
0: Right so yeah, I think Return of the Jedi is my favorite too, um, which feels it kind of feels like the easy answer just because there's so much like there's just so much in it that I feel like it's like the easy answer in a way, and also partly it's the Ewoks, which is like <laughs> that's well that's childish, and like there's some stuff about the Ewoks that I'm like, oh that's problematic, <laughs> Have this sort of like noble savage trope, but like, um, yeah. but oh my god they're so cute and like. Just the the does not the character design for all of the Ewoks is so so good. Like it's just they're and little ends- they're little sassy teddy bears.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: sassy! And they it ends the sh- it ends the entire story on a very nice, beautiful note. Yeah, mm-hmm. and nice.
1: well, it also just like exploded the world, right? Because the first one was like not unlike something- a desktop. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. true. Uh, and then the second one was all character driven yeah. about these individuals, and then in the next one you have like Lando flying the Falcon mm-hmm. and this weird looking guy who's Lando's friend, and you know all of the the Jabba's ad- yeah, you get Admiral Ackbar, yeah, mm-hmm. like like it's just crazy and like it's awesome. You know, you see the full might of all of the everyone, but uh, yeah, no, it's just great.
0: Yeah. It's really yeah. It's really good. Um, who's your favorite character in this trilogy? I in would honestly
2: line? say that mine is R two D two. Oh my he's god, like, same. He's the hero of the entire thing. He he's he, yeah. He puts in motion so many things, and he saves the day several times per film.
0: And he has such an emotional range. Honestly, considering that he never says a word that yeah, we can understand. I love his little scream that he does. I think that's so funny. <laughs> like, ah! it's so yeah, good. he's great. Uh, yeah, and so, just really good. Jare?
1: Um, I, I, I'm, I, uh, like, this is a lame fanboy answer, but I'm going to give it anyway. And I think it's just a tie between Luke and Vader. Wow. Uh, which is, like, you know, and, like, Han is so good, Chewbacca's... Everyone's great, yeah. Leia's great, but, um, you know, Luke kind of does, well... They did a good job with Luke where he's like not necessarily the best at everything, but he's also not like a snivelly kind of like failure dude. Like that's mm-hmm. not like his. Um, and then Darth Vader's just so cool, you guys. Yeah. When you're a kid. And he's just like, like he's got all this stuff for no reason, seemingly, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like they just do such cool sort of things where like, oh, here's this ultimate bad guy who in the first movie doesn't do anything. You know, like, he's not worried about any of these other people. And then, uh, you know, he, like, bows down to this old man. And you're like, what's up with this old man? Like, what is, like, you know, what's happening here? But, uh, and then, yeah, it's just it's And he just can awesome.
2: strangle someone over a Zoom call. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got major powers.
0: He loves to strangle people, honestly. um, I thought there was this really interesting moment. I think it's in A New Hope, but it might be in Empire. Um. Where we just see, like, a tiny sliver of the back of Darth Vader's head. And I was thinking about this, and I was like, okay, imagine in the original time when this came out, when you, like, the prequels don't exist, you have no backstory for this character, and you're like, oh, I kind of thought this was just this, like, random, maybe, like, part droid guy. Like, you don't know anything about him. Mm -hmm. And then you just see this, like, mutilated piece of flesh, and you're like... Who's this? What's this story? I was thinking about that, and I was like, "Okay, that's pretty cool." Yeah, no, it's
1: interesting. and the, yeah, that stuff is just everywhere, right? And mm-hmm. uh, they did do an Ewok movie. That's just mm. a, Ewoks alone. And uh, honestly, you could probably take any element and like, like certainly they have by this point. But I mean, like, I would be interested to see where Jabba's little pet guy came from for at least 40 minutes oh yeah crumb? that was a very jim name? henson yeah character. Doesn't,
0: doesn't he have a really fi- salacious crumb isn't that his name
1: maybe i, I think that's his salacious? name that's yes. a fun name isn't that, that is good
0: funny. oh the character names are really good they are um, i forgot to i forgot to send you guys this question but how do you feel about um puppet yoda versus digital yoda
1: um, I'm strong. Str-
0: I will come out strongly in favor of Puppet Yoda, even though he's janky.
2: Yeah. I, no, I like Puppet Yoda, of course. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I like that Yoda was able to do more. You know, like earn that status um, by having him, you know, jump and flip and fight and all that kind of neat little stuff. Uh, that was very satisfying. But I mean, like you watch these old movies and the the complete lack. Of, well, I shouldn't say that. The lack of dig- digital stuff makes it hold up so well to me. Mm. Yeah. But the new insertions really are hard. They're to... jarring. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like,
0: when you see those, when you see, like, all the, sh- the original model ships, and then one of the digital ones just, like, zooms through, and through. you're like, what was that? <laughs> that looked so weird.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, kudos to them for updating it. Like, I think that's a cool idea. Um, but I think, like... Honestly, Disney should have, like, you click A New Hope, and then you pick which version you yeah. want to watch.
2: Yeah, because I was very surprised to see Hayden Christensen at mm. the end in the yeah. sky of ghosts. Because yeah. I was like, I know that this is not OG, and I would be interested to see. Was it? just And then
0: the question becomes, like, so when you become a Sith ghost, do you, you revert to, like, your youthful, your beautiful self? self? Because, like, you are a crispy... Mm-hmm little nugget crispy critter
1: yeah uh, in, in the vhs copies i have i can't remember the name of the actor but he's like he's kind of more what you would expect mm. to see he's an older man um and like he's uh he's got to be like x number of years younger than obi-wan mm. but uh it worked it, i think it works a lot better as the older version
2: yeah because
1: um if you you
2: want to see that naked mole rat type man because that's basically mm-hmm. what he looks like
1: well, yeah. no, but he's, like, he's normal. Like, he's not, he doesn't have any of the scarring or anything. Oh. He looks, you know, health healthy. Like pre uh, burn, you know, a, a new retiree, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, I also understand wanting that continuity, right? Yeah. You add all this extra stuff, you want that extra. But there's tons of changes that are so small. Like, um, Boba Fett is now voiced by the guy who played Django mm. in the new cuts. And uh, his voice was so much cooler before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it had nothing to do with any of that. So, you know, you, you win you win some you lose a lot.
0: Yeah, I think well, we it can a lot. I think we'll have to like talk about this a bit now and then a bit after the break cuz we only have about 5 minutes, but mm-hmm. um for me, I struggle with how much they add in in the prequels that I think it is a lot more interesting to leave mysterious in Um, the original trilogy, like there's just, I feel like he he has this pathological need to like explain certain things. And to me, it's actually a lot more magical if it's just not explained and it's kind of mysterious. What do you guys think about that?
1: I agree. Yeah, no, I would agree too. And there's lots of things like, you know, other movies and everything that, uh, you know, they just world build in a way that like, this is normal to them. Hopefully we'll find out what it is maybe you just need to accept the fact that this is how they phone somebody. Like, when they just casually bring
2: up, like, the Clone Wars, like, that's an amazing string of words that you're like, what in God's name was that? But then when it's like, laid out exactly what happened, you're like, okay, (laughs) that's cool. That
0: actually was only kind of interesting. Yeah,
2: but if you're imagining what the Clone Wars are, that's incredible.
1: Well, uh, there was a a big thing, I think George Lucas put it in, because he... Uh, no one thought that the clones were the good guys, mm. right? Like, in all the years of that one line, people talking about it. And I, I can see, like, him being frustrated at, like, no, they're the good guys. This is why I'm making this whole thing,
2: mm. you
1: know? But, you know, oh, George.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, okay, in our, like, two minutes here, three
1: mm-hmm. minutes,
0: do you think the original trilogy is better than the prequels? And then why or why not?
2: Oh, my God. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, well, you go first, Sean. Um,
2: I guess just, like, quality, imagination, <laughs> acting, like, there's literally nothing that the prequels have on the OG trilogy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? and yeah. I mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, I, I think there is, like, at least a bit of the, you know, movie magic or whimsy or whatever you want to call it, that, like... Guys just made this using very simple things that they figured out how to make, you know. And, uh, like, you can see all the work and craftsmanship that went into everything. And, uh, as I've said before, it just holds up. Like, it still looks the way I imagined it, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, it it all just still fits.
0: Yeah, there's something about just the whole look and vibe and... Like, it just – which, you know, I don't think anything could ever fully, like, measure up to something Mm -hmm. that we also have, like, put on such a pedestal and all have, like, thought about so much. But it is – it's interesting to me that he tried also. Mm -hmm. Like, I just – Yeah. There's a part of me that's, like, I don't fully understand why he he needed to. It's like he has this pathological need to explain himself.
2: Yeah. I I think think it is cool to see – Darth's childhood, yeah. Annika's childhood. But then it was so honestly uninteresting when it was rolled out like that.
0: But mm-hmm.
2: it was like, I kind of wish you did that.
0: Yeah. That's hard. That's that part's hard.
1: I don't know. I, uh, I'm i always up for more Star Wars mm-hmm. and I have more harsh feelings about next week's episode. Um, but wow. uh, you know, maybe it's just because it's had enough time to sit. And mm. again, I was receiving it like as a young as a A young man yeah there you go
2: (laughs) thank Uh, god you survived order 66
1: (laughs) but it's also worth noting and i don't know if you guys are aware of this but like a new hope saved the theater industry in a huge way Hmm. and uh like when you're in film school they talk about before star wars and after which is wow uh, that's
0: interesting yeah it's a big thing i want us to talk more about that but with that, it's time for us to take a break from Jedi training, drink some blue milk, and hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back with more. Spoiler alert! Here on ninety one point three FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. We are going to get back to talking about the Reg Star Wars Tridge. Yeah, I tried that uh, it in works. just a second here. Um, but first, hey, Jared, do you know um? Do you know what time it is?
1: It's game time.
0: Ooh, <laughs> I excite myself out <laughs> again. But
1: well, well, I, 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 expected something, and I, I, I think I know what it's going to be. But I'm going to say the line again to get to get okay. you guys back in. Yeah. It's game time. Wow!
0: Wow! Wow! Is that what you were expecting?
1: That's exactly. As wow. and It was better than I thought yes, it would you are, be. Has synergy. Yeah, yeah, that was when we started this. Force. I was like, "It's coming. It's coming." Force mind. <laughs> Um, okay, for those who don't know or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend literally one second this week uh, <laughs> finding a title related to our topic that these two have not seen. It's actually getting a little tight, like I don't have a ton of options, so, you know, whatever. Um, uh, I tell them the title, they tell me what they think it's about, I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a great time playing this little game that we have made up. Are you two ready to play the game? Yes! yes. This week's title is Star Wars Droids. Star Wars droids. Star, Star Wars colon droids.
2: Colon droids. That's colon that droids? dangerous. Changes. That sucks. That <laughs> sucks for Changes them. everything. Changes everything. <laughs>
1: Sean,
0: do you want to go first? Sure. Or do you want me to go first?
2: So I believe that it is um, a film in the style of like a sort of a, a bird watching documentary where they, you know, they will study, they'll focus on one droid that uh, one popular droid for like 10 minutes and explain the origin and what they do and so then yeah they just keep they go through all the very popular ones like the atm droid and the gas jockey droid that just helps help the people of the future um and yeah it's very informative and quite fun
1: oh my god i would watch that so hard <laughs> it's like david attenborough narrating yeah. kind of thing yeah! Oh my God! She'd just be like, yes. "BP3P uh, does this." <laughs> <laughs> BP3P, <laughs> I that's love a, it. That's a perfect name too. That's yeah. that's solid, it's very Star Okay! Wars. Wow! Wow!
0: That's gonna be hard <sighs> to top.
1: Yeah, let's go, Sonya. You can do it.
0: Okay. Um, I think Star Wars Droids is um a documentary that follows my personal favorite Star Wars character babu freak <laughs> babu uh i cannot wait until we see him next week um I, it's it's him uh and like all the droids that come into his little repair shop um that he revamps and it's just like about like it's just him teaching us about droids um kind of like Sean, but uh you know with a little babu freak spin
2: that's fine. i mean
1: i'd watch i'd watch that too Same. i'd watch that too yeah no that sounds great um Okay, you guys are both wrong. Uh, yeah. I thought this was a pretty big uh, throw in the air, but maybe maybe you're telling me yeah, what you want as opposed to what it is. We,
0: but you know, we like to we like to z- yeah, we like absolutely. to zag on you.
1: Yeah, uh, like that's good. <laughs> I, I like it. It keeps me it keeps me keeps me going. Uh, uh, Star Wars droids uh, full title: Star Wars droids: The Adventures of R two D two and C three PO. This is what ah. I was hoping it was. Yeah, is is a, a 1985 animated television series spinoff from the trilogy. Um, it's all on YouTube. You can go watch it in one long, huge video. There's 20 or sorry. There are 14, 22 minute episodes. Wow. Um, I've, I started watching it a bit. Uh, Anthony Daniels comes back and like all the people who do the voices. So like everything sounds the way it should. It doesn't look the way it should. Yeah. Um, mm. it, it looks like, like this is what the GI Joe team did on the off season. Like that's what this <laughs> oh, show no. looks like. Um, and maybe that's a good thing, maybe not. Uh, you get to see some other, like, Bounty Hunters, Boba Fett makes it in there, there's some cool stuff. Um, I'm not all the way through. Uh, if you're into Star Wars, check it out. Uh, I have found that toddlers are not a fan of the show. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> uh, so that's not this happening. That sounds fun, it's like little um,
2: Littlest Hobo, but for, for C3PO. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they, they kind of go on, I think they kind of, like, have three adventures that span a few episodes each, if... If they keep with the format I've been watching, um, and uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's good. It was part of the Ewoks show, I guess. So, yeah, uh, if you're into Star Wars, check it out. And if you're not, maybe check it out anyway, just to see how you feel about it. But mm. um, the way they've illustrated C three PO hurts me, uh, <laughs> I'm and sorry. that's 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 all that's all that needs to be said to about that. that. Uh, The game is, of course, brought to you by the biggest theater in town, the Kramer IMAX Theater at the Saskatchewan Science Center, standing at over 863 R2-D2s tall. Mm, Very Uh, noisy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The the screen screen. (laughs) braces. Someday we'll be back there uh, to the Science Center and to the IMAX, and it's going to be the best. Hopefully sooner than later, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. Um, were we finished with our thoughts about his compulsion, George Lucas's compulsion to explain everything? I don't Can know. We feel like we said everything we need to say about that. I just don't want to, you know, leave anything.
2: Yeah. Unsaid. Yeah. Just I'm like o- he doesn't. I'm over him
0: Okay. Great. Uh, um, <clears throat> one thing I noticed in this rewatch was how very very low budget you can tell a new hope was because they didn't think it was going to make any money they didn't really spend any money on it i have i felt a certain way about it do you feel like it like is kind of do you do you feel like it makes the movie lacking or do you feel like it's charming how just how low budget it is
2: i think it's a bit of a charm it's like yeah, same. the yeah. magic of seeing like a, a worldwide like empire start with kind of a bit of a shoestring and a dream.
1: I like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think like, uh, you know, I, I think a part of it is, is like knowing that it how cheap it was. There's an appreciation I have for it, but uh, on first watch, I don't know when I watch it now. I don't, I don't get that. Mm. Like I, I get the like 80 sci-fi vibe and I think cheapness is a part of that. But, yeah, uh, it's
0: very al- 70s, I would say.
1: Yeah, well, yeah that's, true. yeah, that's fair. But there's a lot of stuff that's, like, um, I don't know, like, really well done. Mm-hmm. Like, the Death Star and stuff, like, it doesn't look like they, you know, it, it doesn't look like they, they skimped on that. And even, yeah. like, the simple and, uh,
2: idea of two moons, like, literally blew my mind as a child. Yeah. Just like, right. oh, my God, it's a real different place
0: yeah that's yeah that's true um yeah i think to me there's something so charming about it and just it just really establishes like a whole vibe like especially things like you know like when you see like a panel of buttons on the wall and it's just like clearly just plastic buttons glued to the wall or like (laughs) the all of the imperial uniforms how they have those little like plastic colorful badges that just look like little buttons yeah um just yeah, just the whole design of it it really tickled my fancy this week you guys like I just was so charmed by it all mm-hmm. I love it but it
1: it works though yeah right? like that's even the thing. like like it just like there's something about the way that they had to or did it that just makes it work
0: well it feels coherent like it feels like they established a visual language you know like it mm-hmm. it, it all fits together in a way that I can really appreciate.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree. I would yeah, agree. and they, yeah, they did some fu- like the garbage scene, which mm. they don't really do any other sort of moments like that in the films. I was just like, yeah, like that was a very scary time, and like a very the villain is just a gross eyeball poking from the water, but it was just very effective. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. a fun fact I learned this week is that when they filmed that scene chewie's suit got really wet and then never smelled the same for the rest of oh my god the trilogy. oh my god <laughs> and then I couldn't stop thinking about how he just smelled like gross wet, wet dog lucky yeah Ooh,
1: <laughs> which is rough. so
0: unfortunate for him yeah um, that's really bad <laughs> it's bad do you do you guys have like a favorite moment from this trilogy that you want to talk about?
1: Um, Well, we've mentioned it, but Mm. um, them pulling off the whole Han rescue, Mm.
0: uh,
1: especially like at the Sarlacc pit, you know, because we hadn't really seen like a full Jedi, you know, and he's, he's standing there being like, do this or you're going to die. And you're like, there's no way they're going to make it out of this, Mm -hmm. Like they're screwed. And then, uh, you know, R2-D2 shoots out that lightsaber, which is you know, something I want to see every day of my life. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it day just the again. best.
2: Save
0: it, exactly. <sighs> I think
2: mine might be the same as seeing Luke at mm-hmm. the height of his powers and everybody just like, they're a well-oiled machine. Um, and they're just like, yeah, the five of us are going to slay this entire uh, gangsters hut. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's just so great.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's kind of everything in that little series of scenes. Like, you have Cantina. You have all of the, like, Leap Glop aliens in the background. You have the action. You have, like, yeah, Luke at the height of his powers. All of our friends are together. There's, like, excitement. It's so much all in one. Um, Really quippy dialogue, also. It's like the cold Um, open
2: of, like, uh, Indiana Jones movie. Where it just starts off just, like, major adventure.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, I am very fond of the Ewoks home alone shenanigans, I will say. Like, there's something about just them being so cute and then just, like, exploding. Crushing people
2: with logs,
0: <laughs> Exploding someone that I do find very <laughs> charming. Um, <laughs> also, I do I do really like some of the scenes where um, Luke is training on Dagobah and his um, back and mm-hmm. forth with Yoda. Honestly, really that's
2: enjoying. parts that I was like, ugh, I don't, you I don't wish care I could spit for that out. Yeah, in, like, Kill Bill 2, it's also the training montages. I'm like, I don't want to see
1: these for some
0: reason. You don't like a
1: training montage. I don't like a training montage. (laughs) We we get it. Um, I'm also quite fond of all of the Hoth stuff. Mm. Because it it, it really, it did blow my mind. And uh, it still does. Just the idea of, like, them having to be so hidden, they have to go to the worst possible place they can find. And then, like... They have to defend it, mm. like you know, like they have to try and fight off these bad guys to try and get their people out of there. As these like you know, crazy walker things that like kind of make no sense but are really cool. The ATTs? yeah, at yeah. Mm.
2: yeah,
1: all the you know the big the big ones, mm. yeah, because the, the little boys. ones are
0: ATSTs. I learned yeah, that this yeah, week yeah. also.
2: Oh, you must have watched oh, I, Star I, Wars droids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just find I one of the things I do love about something like this franchise is like you could spend forever learning about the world and yeah. the characters,
1: yes, and now they've uh they've reset a good chunk of the old canon as mm-hmm. well with the new disney the Disney purchase. um so there's a lot of really cool things that are still yeah you know, like available but aren't a part of it, right? So mm-hmm. like like an entirely like alternate universe kind of thing
0: Mm.
1: Uh, yeah which is frustrating to a lot of people
0: yeah i know there's a lot of canon stuff when it comes to this franchise but i mean i think that's one of the cool things about passionate fandom is like you can have headcanon and you can just decide whatever you want to decide and just pretend that George Lucas didn't do any of his shenanigans
2: <laughs> later <Yep>. on.
0: <laughs> or Disney or, you know, all of that. Um, George Lucas okay. is the
2: Ewoks <laughs> blowing up yeah. blowing up trees. Right
0: blowing up teens, teenage nerds' dreams. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, A New Hope is one of the most viewed movies of all time. I someone told me it was the most viewed movie of all time, and I was like, I literally don't know how you quantify that, and I found kind of conflicting information online, but it's up there for sure.
2: Hundred
0: um, percent. This is kind of a big question, but like, what do you think it is that makes these movies so popular? Like, why Star Wars? And we can uh, you, we can talk about this more, but
1: you you go first, Sean. But I have a very I have a very long winded college answer uh that, oh, we'll, okay. that we'll get into
2: <laughs> cool. i would say just people like war movies people like um you know rom coms. <laughs> sorry people like star movies
0: <laughs> i had to i had to. just
2: kidding but yeah it's kind of it's just a nice you know there's an there's a section for everybody
1: basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that's uh i think and uh like, you know, I've read literature on this at this point, so uh-huh. it's not really Jeremy's theory, but here we go. Uh, I think what it was was that when it came out, it was this huge jump from science fiction to science fantasy, which people just didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. Cause there had been like all the things it's based on, and w- why am I blanking on the name of the thing it's based on? It doesn't matter, but, um, uh, you know, there had been like a certain amount of camp and this is the sort of funniness that these weird sci-fi things are versus uh traditional sci-fi, which is like stylistically rooted in banality, Mm. which is a crazy thing to think about. But the point is like when you watch 2001, there's nothing fantastic about their world, Right. right? It's just a human story. And this happens to be the setting versus like, the clear jump to science fantasy, which is like this incredible like odyssey about these people who are changing and growing in this world. That's really cool. And uh, I think that hit so hard. It's lasted this long. Mm. Like, like I think like when my dad saw it, it had such an effect on him. That's now had such an effect on me. That's going to have whatever effect on. And it's just still going. Mm. Like the sled is still just slowing down the hill. And obviously like, you know, there's more content coming out for ever, so that's just gonna keep that going. but i I think it was just like something people just had not conceived of or heard of before mm. done in a way that was like pretty serious, you know, like all these different elements of it, just like driving it home,
0: yeah. And I think like kind of to piggyback on that also, incorporating a lot of you know really classical storytelling tropes and you know archetypes and like it just really brilliantly like incorporates a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff that captures the human imagination and has for a long time and then translates it into this like brand new kind of form yeah Yeah,
1: it's it's almost like like a like a better way to describe it would probably be like uh Someone who understands storytelling so well and taking all of these references and little bits and making not something new, but adapting it into Mm -hmm. something different. And then it just works because really when you boil everything down, it is just sort of a textbook. There's, you know, that's a samurai. This is a sage, right? Like it's all stories we've seen and heard before just Mm -hmm. repackaged super well.
0: Totally. Okay, any last thoughts before we move into what you're watching?
1: No. Oh, Jeremy, uh, you have
0: your question. Do we like Star Wars?
1: Oh, yes. Thank you. I totally you're forgot. You're welcome. Uh, do you guys like Star Wars? Yes. I would
0: say yes.
1: Great. I would say we're still I mean, on if we,
0: if, we said it, if we said it for the prequels and not for this,
2: yeah,
1: that, that be would be wild. It's true. Yeah. And it it would be better if you guys like really weren't familiar and I was trying to talk you in. Yeah. But I mean we're in the circumstances we're in so it's fine
0: yeah all right we are gonna move into a short a short little version of a segment we call what you watching where we talk about the things that we are watching so boys what you been watching
1: sean what have you been watching um
2: honestly not a ton this week i started watching the new season of queer eye that came out Mm -hmm. um and you know it's still very standard there's like They take a busted person and they make fun of them for a while and then they give them a new house and clothes. Um, And like, there's a bit of crying, but it's all, you know, it's all very formulaic, Um, except that this season, there's a woman that I'm fascinated by who has one of the strongest Philly accents that I've ever heard in my life. And she, her children don't have it. Her husband doesn't have it. Um, she sounds honestly exactly like Romy from Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Like, <laughs> that sort of weird accent. Like, she's always just... You do it for She's us? just like, oh, I thought so. Or, it's not even that. It's like, oh, oh I knew. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's a really weird... She just does her vowels very bizarrely.
0: It's like the Nick... Nick roll as the gym teacher in, um... That animated a show. A little
2: bit. Like, yeah. you so yeah. bossy. You
0: boys, Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, it's uh, very bizarre. So and they bizarre. always are just, like, confused as to what she's even saying. <laughs>
0: that's really funny.
2: <laughs> anyway. That's all I've really uh, been watching.
1: Um, did I watch anything besides thing I want to talk about? I can't remember. Um, I watched uh, Shazam. Oh. Because uh, oh. it's on Crave. Uh, have you guys seen this? No.
0: Like a long time ago.
1: Um, yeah, it's like, it's two years old or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that I was thinking, uh, I just you're thinking had that Kazam. Mandela effect. <laughs> Never mind, we'll talk about it You me. had the
2: Mandela yeah, effect wait. on live, live Mandela yeah, effect. I did.
1: Uh, Mandela. No, no, the, the, uh, starring Zachary Levi. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the superhero movie. Um, uh, it was, it was better than I thought it was going to be by a pretty large margin. Mm. Um it has cemented the fact that I just don't think DC stories are really meant for the screen. Like not all of them, mm. the way Marvel ones are. Mm. And, uh, it's just like, you have to explain so much to make this thing work. Um, but the performances are so good. Zachary Levi is this eight year old boy. Like it just, he just, he's uh, clearly he is an eight year old boy, but, uh, he's just selling it in, shazam mm. and um there's a lot of great fo- moments and they kind of ultimately make the whole thing about family which was like a really fitting sort of element of it and i was surprised at how well it works um and uh i just i enjoyed it way more than any sort of dc stuff that's come out uh by quite a quite a bit cool yeah
0: um, I didn't watch a ton this week. I've been still pretty busy with school and we, and we were watching a lot of Star Wars. Um, but there is a new season of Killing Eve, a show that... I have uh, talked about my passion for on this show before. Um, I started watching the first episode of the new season and then realized I don't remember anything from season two. I think I watched it in like two days and my brain just didn't retain any of it. So I was like, oh, no, guess I have to go back and watch the whole thing over. So I restarted season one. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. You started from the beginning? Yeah, I went to the begin. This is the beginning. Um, yeah. As the Queer Eye theme song would say. Um, I did also watch two episodes of the new Queer Eye just because I needed to cry. I did cry a lot. The one about the dog groomer especially really got me. That was good. It was a good one. Um, but yeah, so I'm very excited for Killing Eve. Um, it's interesting because... I cannot basically tolerate anything with cops in it right now. I don't want to look at cops. I don't want to think about them. Um, but for some reason, uh, the, like, spy version of that in Killing Eve is fine. So, if that's something that you as a listener are worried about, might I recommend a very, uh, sapphic, erotic show about, um, murder (laughs) called Killing Eve. It's very good. Um, yeah, uh, we actually still have about four minutes left, boys.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, is there anything uh, else that we want to talk well,
1: about? Uh, I well, I uh, this is an update. I think I've talked about on the show. Uh, wife of the show and I are still watching what I will call on the radio Schlitz Creek. I'll just insert an <laughs> L. <nail on laughs> I'm, I'm
0: certain it. we've said it before,
1: but I, I think we have. But anyway, I just uh, um, we just finished the first season. We're watching it so slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, it, it continuously comes up that like Ellen and I will laugh at something for a bit, like some joke or whatever. I think the whole cast is so funny, but Catherine O'Hara may be the, like one of the funniest people on the planet. Yeah. And uh, like, she's just so serious. And I like, have you guys seen this wine commercial? Do you know what I'm yes. talking about? Uh, Sean, have you seen it? I probably part? have,
2: but I just forget it. Uh,
1: like, uh, like to act that poorly takes such skill. Yeah. Like it just you know, like I'm in awe of her. It's like I love the part so when
2: Moira yeah, has to act yeah. or sing or like perform. Oh my god. Because she yeah, she just like <laughs> makes it she affects it in such a funny way that only Moira or Moira would be doing mm-hmm. and not yeah. actually Catherine O'Hara. It's really bizarre and funny.
1: Yeah. And uh, you know, I think the same about Eugene Levy, who's sort of playing Maybe a version of himself, mm-hmm. you know, like 5% of himself, which still totally works. But uh, their whole cast is just dynamite. And uh, every once in a while, like, I think when they... Because Dan Levy is... He's the main writer of the show, yeah, right? Yeah, I think yeah. they
0: co-wrote it together, Eugene and Dan. Um,
1: yeah, but uh, I, I, I don't know who's doing it, but the way they, like, feature a character in an episode is, like, so intimate, Mm -hmm. and, like, the way that they figure out, like, oh, this episode's going to be about Stevie and, uh, David's relationship in this sort of little tidbit, and it's just, like, like, not only, like, this is very entertaining, but, like, this is so real, like, this Mm -hmm. is, like, what a friendship is, like, this isn't, like, friends, you know, where they're, like, oh, they're friends, let's go, you know, like, it's, like, actually, like,
0: the work you of know? friendship.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like, oh, this is a little problematic and maybe kind of unhealthy, but like, they're working towards something that's good, and uh, it's just such great work. Like, yeah. it's just really great.
0: Like for all the characters on that show to be simultaneously so broad in this way, and then also so complex, and like even mm-hmm. the secondary and tertiary characters to have that like complexity, I think is really masterful. Oh, yeah, it's so and good. like
1: the like the town vet. Uh, <laughs> who's very funny, uh, and, uh, like, he's doing good work, but, like, you see he's, like, got his life together, he's got this beautiful apartment, but then you find out that his apartment is just, like, stuff from showroom floors that he's bought to, like, make it look that way, and then it's kind of disgusting. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, and he hosts a dinner party, everything's frozen or delivered, like, it's just, like, a very subtle, like, building of, like, these people, and it's, you know, it's just, like, yeah, he is kind of, like, a... a weird scuzzball.
2: Yeah. You know, totally. like it's just a
1: strange thing. But uh, I'm really enjoying it.
0: Good. Oh, the other thing I did want to just say to listeners is um, I just want to remind everyone that. All of the things that I talked about on the show two weeks ago in terms of police brutality and the global fight for black lives is still happening. It's a lot less trendy now. You're probably seeing less of it on your social media timelines. I know I am. And it's really easy to sort of fall into not wanting to think about hard things that are happening. But I do just want to say, if no one else says it to you today, that is still happening and it's still something we should be paying attention to. So that's your little PSA from Sonia. Um, mm-hmm. And that's all the time we have for this week. So I would like to give a shout out to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna, my lovely co-hosts Sean and Jeremy, everyone at CJTR, and to you, our beloved listeners, for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Thursdays at noon, and we're available as a podcast on CJTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Stay safe and have a great week.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.